Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. Welcome to episode 94. Miracles, how present are you? In this episode, we discuss what being present means, what it can look like, the magic in the moment, how the magic is always available to us, we just have to be present, all the ways in which presence is of highest priority to our mental, physical, emotional, spiritual well-being. Yeah, I give a little bit of a narrative on my recent experiences and how not being present could have allowed me to miss some magical moments and messages that were presenting themselves for me. Yes, and I also share a little bit about a recent experience where something that could be identified as anxiety surfaces out of my own stubbornness from not welcoming in the present moments, although guidance was there welcoming into the present moment. So this episode really highlights the value that only exists here in the moment and we have to be present in order to receive that. So tune in to hear us dive into this concept further and really receive the medicine so that we can all continue to flow. And speaking of flow, I'm gonna read a definition. Flow. In positive psychology, a flow state, also known colloquially as being in the zone, is the mental state in which a person performing some activity is fully immersed in a feeling of energized focus, full involvement, and enjoyment in the process of activity. So this episode really invites us to see where is flow present in our lives, where is it lacking, and what we can do to welcome in more flow. Join us as we return to flow time and time again. We welcome you. I wanted to ask you, because we were just speaking before we got on the air, that you have to be in the present moment to experience the miracles, Mm -hmm. as you realize in your own life was what just transpired. So, can you please elaborate on what you mean by that, in terms of the miracles being in the present? Yes, what I mean by that is that um, right before Franchi went to work, I was reflecting with him how recently like not even recently i can't say that between yesterday and today i've been feeling what can be called anxiety so because of my heart history i have this machine that can check my pulse rate Mm -hmm. and um i've been feeling as if my heart rate is speeding up but then something inside of me is like no it's not the heart rate so i'll get the machine to check and my heart rate will be super good So I'm like, wow, this is so weird. What is it? Because I can feel like my chest is pounding and pumping, but there's something off. So then they're reflecting. I'm like, okay, I just quit this job that I just got less than a month ago. And is it that I'm feeling external pressure or internal pressure and that's anxiety, but it doesn't feel like anxiety? So I was really trying to reflect and get to the bottom of what am I experiencing? And then I'm like, wow, 
I'm missing the magic right in front of me and all the support right here because I'm so focused on either my decision, like the what ifs that can come up from that or worried, what am I going to do next? What am I doing with myself? Because that was one of the things I said to him. I was like, it feels like I should be doing something, but I don't know what that something is. And it's clogging my mind. And it's totally self-induced and so ridiculous. But if I'm not present enough to pay attention to the symptoms or the experiences my body's giving off, or even just being at home and being in gratitude to be home, surrounded by love and all the things that I'm grateful for in my house, I can miss everything that's happening. So that was, I, I texted it to you um, shortly after saying it out loud to him because it was a big uh, revel revelation mm -hmm. or realization in that moment about how important it is to be present. Right. So what is it that you were missing out on exactly that this focus point that wasn't serving you was distracting you from? What do you mean? Like you, the magic? Yeah. So many different things, like little numbers that I would normally pay attention to that I haven't been in the past day and a half. Um, messages that I get on my phone, whether it's an email or an alert, you know, those random synchronicities that just come your way, something that's said on TV, something that's in a song, something that's said by somebody. I went to pick up my prescription. This is actually like one of the things that got into my head and started my realization, I guess, because I was in deep thought the whole drive back from the pharmacy. So I'm online waiting to get my EpiPen and I look over to my left. There was a shelf and I'm in CVS. There was a shelf of books and I should have taken a picture, but one of the books because I can't even tell you the name of it. The names of the books were so divine. Um, the Power of Faith, I think, was one of them. Um, different things, like, along those lines. And I easily overlooked it. I caught my attention, but like I said, I didn't even stop to take a picture or say it out loud, which is something I normally would do. I would point that out. Mm -hmm. But I was so stuck in the mind about, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to go home. Like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Without taking that moment to just be like, wow, I'm receiving the messages that are here. Yeah. So that's like very tangible, recent example of what I mean. Yeah. And that's so relevant because it reminds me of the recent experiences that I've been having revolving around anxiety. And what I've boiled it down to is um, trying to run away from what I'm feeling, which is creating more anxiety. Um, like what you were saying, what's next, what's next, instead of just being with the present moment. Yep. And running away from the guidance that I was receiving, running away from what I ultimately knew I needed to be doing in the moment. And what the moment was calling me for was simply stillness, to take everything in that's in the actual present moment that's not in the past or in the future where my mind can create these scenarios that induce anxiety. Mm-hmm. Did you arrive to what it was that was um, the origin of the anxiety? It was that feeling of adjusting. So what I am still arriving to is that for the past year and plus, I've been living very free, leisurely on my time. I don't want to say no responsibilities, but no pressure. 
Right. And it took time for my nervous system to regulate to get to that space from coming out of corporate environment where I had a very dysregulated nervous system. Mm -hmm. So there was a transition period to regulate myself. Then the past month and change, I've been moving. It started with my travels to Mexico. And then from there, I've just been like on go mode. So I activated something that lived inside of me from a long time ago. That essence of not prioritizing the self-care and just being on go mode. And then now recognizing I am transitioning back to a carefree life where I'm not going to have structure in the way that I have to wake up at. 3 a.m. to go to this job or I have to do this or like work for eight hours, whatever it can be. I'm recognizing that I'm out of that. So it can cause a little bit of anxiety. I don't even want to call it anxiety because it wasn't a full on anxiety of what I'm used to. It was just a recognition that something was off within me. I could feel wired almost. And I think that it's from that, like recognizing, okay, no, we're pausing entering the stillness again and regulating ourselves and that can feel a little foreign since for the past month and change I've been in that go energy that's so good to recognize that's so Mm -hmm. powerful because of how common that is in our everyday life and so many people yeah when there's a shift of schedule or routine it can send the body into distress just mm-hmm. from the lack of familiarity that this new setting is providing. Yeah. And that awareness can help us return back to center and remind us of our power and that everything is well and that all we need to do is be in the present moment. And that does take an adjustment period mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, I think of it in my mind right now as if I was on a ride in an amusement park and I got off the craziest wildest roller coaster and then I sat down to meditate yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna need a moment to really breathe and connect to the breath within me and connect to the present moment before I'm able to fully be immersed in that energy that's so good because even right after you get off the ride you're in a different view Mm and different setting you know you could have been on like a roller coaster that was super high off the ground so your perspective is going upside down like all kinds of things yeah yeah so your perspective gets shifted yeah that's just such a good analogy because even before getting to this point of meditating there's the walk to where you're gonna sit mm-hmm. and meditate but so, you're still hyped yeah you know your energy inside is like oh man i did it i just got off this ride or whatever and you need time to adjust So I think that's what I'm experiencing is more so an adjustment period, recognizing that it's okay to be still. And what I mentioned earlier um, about the external pressure or internal pressure, Franch actually asked me, he's like, is the pressure coming from other people around you who might be chasing money or talking about getting jobs or doing this? And you feel that you have to do something similar because that's what people around you are doing. Or is it really for yourself? And I'm like, you know what? I don't know if it's that influence. It could be such a subtle influence or just because I feel uncomfortable and I don't know why thinking like, yeah, I'm just going to be at home again, doing things for the house, for myself, for my family. And it's normalizing that it's okay. I don't have to be doing anything that isn't 
productive to myself or my loved ones. Yeah, that's major. Because yeah. it speaks to the deep programming that exists mm-hmm. that can make us feel dysregulated in our nervous yes. system without our even awareness of what it is that's mm-hmm. being brought up within us. Yeah, and because you mentioned programming, that's something I also said how I feel that I was programmed for so many years of my life then I deprogrammed myself and then right now because of my past experience I've been slowly activating that old program again I started it up so it was slowly sleeping in to really start programming me Mm -hmm. and recognizing that again it's like no let's take a moment we're not going back to that don't even fool yourself or make yourself feel guilty like you have to yeah it's so deep because it reminds me of a podcast i was watching earlier today Mm -hmm. and just the energy and the frequency that the podcast was giving off um created like a dissonance within myself and i was aware of it but not enough to action it or do something with this information that i was receiving within myself Mm -hmm. so i allowed myself to continue watching the episode was a little over an hour and I watched maybe like 40 minutes and the whole time there was no sense of ease, but I wasn't paying attention to it and honoring it. Yeah. Like you have this slight awareness, but you're not focused on it. Exactly. And, and relatable. Yeah. And it Super reminds relatable. me of what you were saying about the books that you were witnessing at CVS. Mm-hmm. Um, but this nudge was consistent because I'm here actively choosing to pay attention to this thing yeah and i recognized while i was watching it was shifting how i was feeling super subtly before it started rising it didn't get the chance to rise all the way to the surface Mm -hmm. and embody me Mm -hmm. but i felt the influence that it has and it speaks to the power of energy and how easy these deep programmings that live within us can resurface and even if there is a programming that we haven't experienced in our life, how easy it is to become programmed yes. through what we give our attention and focus to. Yeah. And it really is a reminder for all of us to remember how powerful our attention is. And it's not something to take lightly or feel like it can be put to the side temporarily or just be taken lightly in that kind of manner. Absolutely. And I want to speak to that a little bit more because as I was doing like training, first let's even start off when I went to Mexico and I was traveling, there was something inside of me that was like, do I go? I had to work through different fears. And it's really important to recognize when it's a fear stopping you or influencing your thought pattern or if it's that kind of energy. And then when I was doing my training for this job, same thing, like there was something inside of me nudging me to continue. Then there were also fears that could tell me to stop. So I had to distinguish what was what Mm -hmm. and follow and feel what is actual guidance. What am I being led to and what am I trying to stop myself to keep myself safe from? Right. And then once I continued with whatever it was that I had to do there, you know, like mission is complete there was a very like noticeable okay that's it this is it and then many signs again talking about signs that i wasn't necessarily looking into i got an email from the company saying something and that was such a sign but in the moment i didn't recognize it until i shared it with you i got the email earlier in the day Mm -hmm. about my rehire eligibility right and then i was just like okay whatever then as i was reflecting later on i was like no this is the closing of a chapter this is it 
you know, the sign was there for me and I receive it with open arms and an open heart because I'm so grateful for that. But being stuck in that chaotic energy that I was in because of not knowing what to do next or searching for something, I could have easily overlooked that. Yeah. Giving into the dramas in our life that we are ultimately creators of. Yes. Even if these dramas first started from an outside influence, when we identify and take hold of them, they become part of us. And it's up to us to take back that control over our Mm -hmm. essence and our focus. Yeah, and be aware of it because it's so easy, like you were mentioning, with you listening to this podcast or me and CVS, like it's so easy to have that distraction where we can just continue almost autopilot but not really autopilot because there's some sort of awareness but it's like really recognize when that surfaces and take control of the situation yes great point you mentioned about the autopilot because i feel that's what played a role in me watching this podcast for as long as i did and the autopilot it's to define the sense of lack of wanting to deal or like show up for myself So I'm just going to self-sabotage or not honor myself because that's the route that requires less of me in the moment for me to be conscious in the moment. Like I'm just existing. Yes. It's the easier thing to do in that moment. Yeah. But it's not the easier thing to do long term because now long term you have to work backwards and correct all these small moments that we took the easier route and we speak on that on the episode titled the wisdom lives within Mm -hmm. but to elaborate on that it's not the easier route i'm finding right now i'm having a realization that it's the path that provides more distractions um, more stimulation and sometimes in a world that's so stimulated it feels more comfortable or easier to be around stimulation or be stimulated than it is to okay let me just turn this podcast off and see what this moment is asking of me what is it providing me but where does that come from like where is that oh i'd rather be stimulated what makes that the choice that's a disconnect or a lack of I don't want to say faith because it's not that deep, but it can be, or a lack of trust, or just wanting to deal, face whatever it is that um, I'm being called to in the moment. It can feel like a sense of it being boring, Mm -hmm. um, like the simplicity of how simple life can be, uh, that chaotic element that we crave when we are constantly surrounded by chaos or creating chaos for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that. I think that's what it is. It's like easier or like the more comforting or comfortable because it's so much harder to turn something off and be like, I'm going to sit with myself right now Mm -hmm. for as long as I need to. That's not something that, I don't know if easy is the word, but that's not something that's so convenient, let's Mm -hmm. say. We don't resort to it. No, just continuing whatever we're watching or listening to or engaging in that's the thing that's like it's less thinking there's less facing of truth yeah and that's a lot of what our society is based upon you know like you come home from a job where you're on autopilot not really connecting to your truth or living it out and then you come home to like feed yourself food that helps you continue furthering the numbing Mm -hmm. you watch more programming on the tv you know it's Mm -hmm. that continuous cycle 
and it's returning back to normalizing being with what is which is our truth and we find that often in stillness yeah the simplicity of it all the wind agrees <laughs> we're but, outside people. so the card that i just shuffled it's so fitting because it says tending Ooh. and i think it's so so fitting to this conversation where there's a child in the rose then there's other people tending to the soil mm. and you can see how the light or the sun is higher up and then it's a little bit gloomier and darker down here but you need to tend to the shadows to that inner self to then be met with the light that's so beautiful oh yeah. it's so cute and the little person hugging the petal inside yeah. of the rose someone's chilling in the simplicity yeah of the flower and it's beautiful that it's a rose because it's the highest frequency flower mm -hmm. and rose has been an herb that's been calling to me for some time maybe in the last like week or so and show the camera so it's just so cool the magic and the synchronicities of life the yeah. rose the power of the rose medicine long live that is really cool yeah it's so beautiful and I feel like that sums up this conversation, the importance of tending to ourselves instead of the autopilot and all those other distractions that can surface. Yes. And there's a time and a place. I want to be clear about that. You know, it's okay to be on autopilot sometimes. Sometimes that's what your nervous system needs. Mm -hmm. An intentional autopilot, I guess. Yeah. But like taking a moment, kicking back watching something just make sure that whatever it is is feeding the soul as opposed to depleting yes and that's the key to mm -hmm. it that's part of it because it's good that you highlighted that because it's not about like oh i have to be this conscious person and always make sure that like i'm working on myself to one yeah. capacity or another. i just sit in meditation for every waking minute yeah. that's not realistic yeah and it's not what we're ultimately here to do you know mm -hmm. like we're essentially from my point of view god experiencing itself through this human experience and this range of emotions and all the things that we have um the ability to experience on this plane um but there is a time and a place and even when doing that it is always best to do it consciously and what we're here to do is to help integrate more aspects of our consciousness that may be um, not as integrated or well known within ourselves because of all of these other things that are taking place externally mm -hmm. but ultimately we hold the power within us to create that internal wholeness yeah and to go a little bit deeper because i feel the message that's coming up is that concept of the easier path or staying in comfort mm -hmm. and really what that means and looks like when we're awakening or experiencing the god within us and experiencing the range of emotions that this lifetime has to offer yeah <laughs> because i just think about like all of the different moments when autopilot is the easier way and when there's families to feed and so many responsibilities that are seen as burdens it's like let me just wake up go to this job that i love or that i hate let me come home, let me cook or buy fast food or whatever kind of dinner, eat, shower, sleep, repeat. You know, really emphasizing to look for the moments of magic. So even in that state of uh, repeat, mm -hmm. you can be present. It doesn't mean that you have to be on autopilot, even though it might be easier to become desensitized to the different things happening. 
and remain on autopilot. Yeah, and experience the magic and the mundane because I feel those are really where the magical moments truly are abundant because it's our everyday life. And that's where my message to you earlier came from. It's the magic is everywhere as long as you're present. The magic doesn't have to be this grand gesture and this fantasy things that sometimes we're made to believe it is. It's really just in the present moment. It's right now sitting here, feeling the sun on the skin, hearing the birds, hearing the wind in the grass, listening to the messages that nature is providing us. It's the breath that we're breathing in and what that does to our body on a cellular level. There's so many ways that magic is present as long as we are present. That is it right there. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. It highlights for me contentment as well. And that can be lacking in a lot of us in this day and age because of like consumer culture and capitalism mm -hmm. and all of whatever. Um, so that yeah. contentment and just in our existence and stillness and just simply existing can be lost or not lost is always within us, but just may not have that relationship built for many of us with, with that peace that lives within us. That's ultimately us beneath it all. Um, mm -hmm. And that comfortability that comes from like just continuing with the distractions and numbing out. And when you were giving the example of the job, um, the example that was coming to mind is someone who is on this path that aspires to further their connection to their consciousness, mm -hmm. like the spiritual journey, the spiritual work, however one wants to identify with just connecting with themselves more. Um, that can feel like daunting, as we've spoken on many times before, um, but it doesn't always have to be. And it's relishing in the pleasures that we've afforded ourselves by doing the work thus far. Like that's never to be forgotten and always to be celebrated and, and continuously integrated as we continue to journey on to help diminish those moments where um, that lack of comfortability surfaces in ways that may be familiar to past versions okay. of us. Um, <laughs> like when we, when you were discussing this job and like feeling weird after I was feeling what could have been anxiety recently. Um, so like in those kinds of ways. Yeah, you bring up something that reminds me where it can be somebody who's in that structured way of living and then wanting to explore spirituality or deepen their connection. It doesn't have to be one or the other. They can live simultaneously. And I feel that my experience working back at JetBlue right now um, allowed me to see that because mm -hmm. years ago when I worked there, I felt that the job was taking over my life, my health, and I didn't have time to connect to myself. This time around, like I mentioned earlier, I transcended that timeline in so many different ways because I was able to really embody who I am, my way of being, and not allow my job or the outside circumstance to alter that and show up for myself and for others. I, I got something in my mind somewhere along my journey that was like, oh, in order to show up for others and serve in the ways that I desire, I can't work a regular job. I have to only be doing X, Y, and Z, whatever I box myself into. And really stepping into this opportunity and this experience, I was able to recognize, no, these two worlds can live at the same time. It doesn't have to be one or the other. I can be me 
serving in the ways that I desire that God wants me to serve, no matter where I am. It doesn't need to be in a, a healing center in Bali. It doesn't need to be doing yoga on a mountain. It doesn't have to look like that. I was literally serving at an airport for JetBlue. Right. And I think that's so powerful and beautiful to recognize that no matter where you are, what you do, who you're with, what your life looks like, as long as you want that connection, that connection is there. And again, it starts by being present. Ooh. Long live the essence. I love it. The essence, because the essence is limitless. It has no time, no place. It's always available exactly. to us. It's the oneness. So yes. it's that oneness that people speak about. And it was actually in the oneness book that I read some time ago. I can't say it was in the book. <laughs> I don't know where I read this. I feel it's in the book. No, I think it's in the book too. I have to reread it to yeah. see. But you saying that you read the book is what makes me laugh because... No, up to where I yeah. read. That's what I mean. Like I read it in this book that I'm taking my time reading because it's a lot. And it might be in the book. It might not be. I just know that this message I received <laughs> was it doesn't matter uh, where you are. Sometimes your external circumstance changes so that you can then reach people who you would have never reached if you would have stayed in the situation you're comfortable being in. Mm -hmm. And that's the concept that I'm applying here. And I really was met with that because as much as I resisted and questioned, why am I going back to JetBlue? Why am I repeating this cycle? I flowed with it because of all of the signs that I received and I was present to receive. Yeah. So. Yeah. And what you're saying about um, being put in situations you wouldn't normally be in to serve in a new way, mm -hmm. it's also serves the opportunity to rise and integrate your way of being in a new setting yes. and not just like being this new evolved person in an only specific kind of setting. Mm -hmm. So it also expanded you as well Absolutely. as like expanded those who you're able to reach. Yes, it's the embodiment. It's super easy to be at home and say, oh, I'm this person and I do this and I know this. But then when you're put outside in the world to put it into practice, you're like, hold up. Yeah. You know, like the floor is a little shaky here. <laughs> but then when you really activate the embodiment of whatever you desire to be or your God-given birthright of who you are, there's a big difference. Mm -hmm. And again, I would say it's through being present that you're able to do that. The presence, the trust, the surrender, all of the things. And to go even further, there's always gratitude available when recognizing that that energy exchange is taking mm -hmm. place and not falling to victim mindset or whatever. Yeah. Um, unproductive, not unproductive, but just not serving like your higher like self. Like daunting thoughts. Yes. And that's something, too, because speaking from my own personal experience, there was not a day that went by that I was questioning my actions. The human me can be like, why am I doing this or putting myself through it? But there was nothing so detrimental to my well-being mm -hmm. except the day that I got a really bad headache when I was driving home. That was detrimental to my physical well-being. <laughs> um but being in the situation, I didn't have that spiraling narrative playing out in my mind because I agreed with myself, take this moment by moment. I never allowed myself to get too far down the what if thoughts until I was out of the situation. Mm -hmm. Yesterday night and today, I've been in that mindset of, oh, the thinking mind is on. Now that I'm not there, what do I do? 
And I'm grateful to recognize that so then I can slow that thinking mind and just take it moment by moment because that served me tremendously. Yeah, and how powerful that is, recognizing that when you were in service in this divine way while working this job, those what-ifs weren't there because Mm -hmm. you were on assignment and now shifting into a new assignment, whatever it is to come, is welcoming in that trust of taking it moment by moment again. So it Mm -hmm. highlights that when we shift settings or circumstances, that we also need to shift along with that, all of the practices that kept us going in past moments, Mm -hmm. if they are in alignment with where we are now. Yeah, and that's a great point also because, as I've shared, I think in the last episode, during my travels, I wasn't dedicated to my practices in the way that I was prior to leaving, and it shifted. Now, once again, I feel myself wanting to resort to my practices, so having some sort of structure and routine, whether that's to bring me comfort, I don't know what it is, but I have the nudge, so I'm going with it Mm -hmm. and allowing myself to flow with different things that change as life changes. Exactly, and Mm -hmm. every moment requires something new of us, and it's welcoming that Mm non-attachment and allowing whatever it is in the moment that wants to serve us to allow it to do just that. Yeah. And not feel like, oh, but X time ago, that wasn't the case. I mm-hmm. wasn't doing this or I was, whatever it is. It's like releasing those um, paradigms that are no longer present Yeah. to see, okay, what is it now? And not judge based off past moments. Yes. And I truly feel, I feel like I'm repeating it, but <laughs> being present allows you (laughs) yo you gotta say it sometimes seriously i don't know if i'm saying it for myself who i'm saying it for but being present allows you to stay in the space of flow you're not going to be attaching to things when you're present because you're understanding and you're connecting to the moment of what is you're not connecting to the past or the future it's so simple so good (laughs) i love it yeah i feel like i could continue talking but the message is the message (laughs) (laughs) be here yeah (laughs) be here or be square bro like spongebob (laughs) catch it or it's gonna catch you seriously you know like all that other runaround stuff is fun sometimes Mm -hmm. but at some point it's not fun anymore you want to sit down yeah sit down (laughs) look around See what's moving, breathe, feel your energy, feel your breath, listen to your breath. Thank you for listening. Continue flowing in your own space by simply being. If this resonated with you and you feel called, please be sure to follow us, like, and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space space to to flow. flow. You know, you gotta be with the present moment. What was that? Did that offer us anything (laughs) to share? What I was gonna say as I saw the van, like the car pulling up, I was thinking to myself, okay, yes, the message is to be present, but what does that mean? How can somebody find the present moment? Okay. But then that happened, so maybe it's not necessary to share. Okay.
Yeah, because you said it three times in this episode about the present moment. Did I? We, yeah. And then we spoke in between. You're keeping track. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was keeping track of me. <laughs> you know? Because I do firmly believe sometimes the message needs to be repeated a few times to land. Yeah. Because I find that for myself, people talk sometimes and I need to sit with whatever they said because mm-hmm. it blows me. Yeah, I so. feel that way too. And there's sometimes like you're saying that you know when the message is being repeated to really be received and digested. Exactly. And I trust that. Me too. And I guess it's because the present presence or the present moment can be so different for everybody mm-hmm. it's not going to look the same so there's no way to say oh yeah this is how you tap into the present moment because your present moment is different from my present moment right yeah and there's so many levels to it like your thoughts the bigger picture of what's unfolding just so many things the fact that the present moment is constantly occurring it's a moving thing yeah so how do you stay present with something moving? You flow. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Be like so water. Funny. I have to show you my internet browser. I went to Google something. What went in Google is FLW. And then what came up is flow and the definition of flow. And it's really cool. Ooh. That happened a little while ago. So. Oh. That's nice. Maybe we'll add that in the show notes. The it's definition like, of flow. Yeah, because then it's how do you help someone who's trying to work in being the present moment in a way that's universally defined. You see, and that's a message that I missed earlier. I'm saying it now and I'm receiving it, but it's when I was so caught up in what do I do next? What do I do? What do I do? And Google, the browser was just there, flow. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's really crazy. It's crazy. And past version of me would have been hype like oh my god look at this but i didn't even i was just like how did this even get here (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny because it's like none of our life's work you know (laughs) returning to the flow but we know that's like a constant practice returning returning because because it's a constant shift yeah the present is always moving yeah and it's like you have to be welcoming to the moment always that's why you keep repeating the message that's so bizarre flow is never still but it's through stillness that you find the flow (laughs) (laughs) bars i'm gonna make that into a (laughs) reel that's good Uh, that's trippy it is trippy those are one of those like big life messages that you can continuously return to and digest more and the more you try to grab onto it yeah you can't out that bird is out here wow yeah it's really flowing it's like barely whapping its wings I love the outside episodes. Who cares about the audio? Yeah, they hit different. They do. Because we're with nature. There's another energy present. It's our energy, you know, because we're the nature. oneness. Yeah. So it's nice to hear the feedback. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. If you've listened this far, thank you for dealing with the audio and receiving us and our message and Mother Earth's message. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Absolutely. 
if you really love this episode please leave a rating and a review yes five stars yes a comment on youtube if you're watching us on youtube we would love to hear from you always yes and catch us the next time oh we can mention our affiliates okay so we also have affiliates <laughs> that we really personally really enjoy. Um, these are companies that we have worked with in our own personal lives, either mm -hmm. through their products or their services. Um, you can check them out on our website. We'll also leave a link below. Greenfield Water Solutions for all of your water needs to remineralize, restructuralize. And they have some really cool devices for EMF protection for your household. Um, in case you want a water filtration system, they have really good things. Yeah, we've had Gary Greenfield, the owner, on our podcast twice. We love him and what he stands for. Definitely check them out. And we also have a code and a link that we have associated with them. And it's in our show notes. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Life Changing, Changing Energy. Energy. For um, any sound healing instruments super high vibrational instruments we also have a code for a discount and our affiliate link again is in our show notes and on our website and then our last affiliate is the himalayan salt yeah company which is where we got our salt when we first discovered soleil mm -hmm. if you haven't heard about that check out that episode salt frequency the salt frequency episode which is part of our water series um, as you can see, we're very adamant about water and health what, and yeah. wellness and all kinds of ways that we can naturally improve our well-being and our state of existence. Yeah, so our affiliates are always in alignment with that. Mm -hmm. And um, if this is something of interest to you, please check them out. Highly recommend. And remember, wherever you go, baby, <laughs> give yourself. Space to flow! <laughs> As we always remember. <laughs>